0: A blessing. We want to listen to a good word from the Bible and I know that your life is not going to be the same again. Hallelujah. There are things that I have learned along the line uh, even in, in my work with God. And some of these things uh, maybe I, I, I share them in, in a way that is not uh, too practical sometimes. I, I understand, but sometimes. didn't I, 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 Papa. Amen. So we explain as 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 best as we possibly could or can. Amen. We are trying to engage something that is beyond we ourselves. So we try to explain as best as we possibly can. It's a blessing this morning. Look at some say you are looking beautiful oh you are looking awesome that's right hallelujah it's a blessing we want to look at something and uh, I want to start from somewhere we are still on uh, this thing uh, entering the presence last week we started and today I want to there it is all part of the manifestations of his glory and then we are done possibly uh, with some part in the air to us free baby so it's not entirely new we are continuing from entering the presence I started last week amen so uh, we will not read a lot of scriptures today Uh, I, I want to do a lot of exposition and I know that you are going to be blessed amen come with me to the book of esther chapter five the verse number one we are reading one one verse from there esther chapter five okay you know what Uh, uh, for for the sake of clarity let's let's yeah, yeah, yeah yeah when we finish step down a little okay so let's go one two three go On the third day, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the palace in front of the king's hall. The king was sitting on his royal throne in the hall, facing the entrance come down. When he saw Queen Esther standing in the court, he was pleased with her. And held out to her the gold scepter that was in his hand. So Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. Come down. Then the king asked, What is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? Even up to half the kingdom, it will be given you. Hallelujah. Yeah, I want us to just focus on this one and then I present to you a good word. Amen. Because I say entering his presence. One of the most crucial things that every believer need to take serious. Yesterday, sorry, last week I started is this thing we call intimacy. There are many people they take this mystery for granted. They think that God is all about what he can do, his power, his giftings, and all these things. But there are a group of people they have come to know God. Ah, I love those men. Also, there are men who haven't seen visions before. But the level of intimacy they have with the Lord, I tell you, I tell you, I know somebody, I knew a Pentecost elder. that man in those days we used to call him Fire. This man never spoke in tongues. You never hear him at least. And he wasn't he wasn't the type that saw it, that saw visions. But the level of intimacy. This man he has known God. You know he built a, a big house somewhere and he, and he wrote Fire in front of the house. You know and when you speak him and you talk, you see him and you talk to him the level but the level of insight and knowledge the man displays his understanding of the things of the spirit you know that this man is somebody that has met god hallelujah oh come on i said hallelujah away from the gift things and all the flashy things the people i admire the most in the kingdom and the men that know god paul said that that i knew know him and the power of his resurrection that i may know him after everything after exploring all the things in god the 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 the, the, the crust of it the most important part is is when we know him Say when i know him say after this morning i pray that may i know the lord in the name of the lord jesus hallelujah Follow me, follow me carefully. I'm doing a lot of exposition today. Scripture Amen. Yeah, they were preaching him the animal bonus. When Esther appeared before the king, the king said to Esther, Esther, what is it do you want? Even up to half of the kingdom, it is available for you. I wrote this down. I said that the power to dispense half of the kingdom to Esther was in the bedroom. Listen to me. There are some promises you cannot make openly. No matter how powerful you are, there are some promises you cannot do what? Make them openly. Assuming if all the people, the council in, uh, in Babylon had gathered and Esther had come in front of them. Some of these ways you can't see. They will ask you, when we were fighting with our blood, eh? some, some of them, their sons died in the battle when they were conquering nations. And this young girl, probably around 21 years, old, the king said that I'll take the blood and the sweat of my people. And that's it too. It's not something the king can do. Now, are you understanding where I'm coming from? Today, the are cannot promise anybody openly that he's going to give him something you know something huge like say half of his kingdom he can't it's not something he can do anybody that hears it will laugh now do you understand where i'm coming from so there are some promises they are only made in the bedroom until you find your way to the bedroom there are certain things you cannot hear you are not permitted to be told take your time and follow me these are some of the things that i thrive on personally say one tears yes sir you run the walk walk the race do everything some and receive very little shout i hear you god calls us his wife the church is called the bride of christ that is when they are going to discuss certain things there Mystery I preach to you, I don't receive it on the pulpit, I receive it when I am alone with God. There are things that we desire of the Lord, they are not they are not going to come when we are far away. Hello. Oh hello. There are things that the husband can only share with the wife in the bedroom. It is as simple as that. I wrote down one. I said that we are too far away for God to whisper to us. God doesn't go around shouting. He whispers a still small voice. We are too far away. No matter how eager Apostle Oba is, is, is a, 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 no matter how eager he is to hear God if he is not close enough it is impossible. <laughs> I'm warming up. Hallelujah. <laughs> Shout I hear you. Also for, there is something that intimacy does that sometimes many years of a lot of things cannot bring you he said Esther I will give you half of my kingdom also for, some of these things you don't promise them in front of people God is somebody that does not or, or yet that is not how he operates I wrote that when I said listen to me very carefully the promises we have in the Bible hello listen to me please are you listening the promises we have in the bible they only tell us what God is capable of and what God is willing to do hello I shall make you the head and not the tail. it only tells you what God is capable of and what God is willing to do but anybody that knows God even a little Understand that this is how he praise He gets somebody that is very intimate to him. And then speak the promise unto his ears. Or catch any That is when that promise becomes active in the life of that person. And yes, Adia, it is a message to everybody. This is what this man can do. Bill Gates can give me $1 million. It doesn't mean he will do it. When somebody writes in the newspaper. Bill Gates can give you $1 million. Hello. Or Bill Gates, like a I, I will I will give you one million dollars on Toronto generally you non know, farm by newspaper. It is not for anybody, it is an open statement. But when he comes to Global, no catch global, please tomorrow come and receive one million dollars. The thing now becomes personal for global, and global can enjoy the benefit thereof. That is how the word of God is. Until a man separates himself and gets intimate with the husband, which is Christ, which is Jesus, there are certain things that we are not permitted to hear him, can I say? From the day of Moses, any time he has wanted to communicate a mystery, something that is uncommon, the people have to separate themselves. He took Moses for 40 days on the mountain and gave him the law. The church fasted in Ephesus and he said, separate unto me Paul and Barnabas. Any time there is intimacy and a, a way is open for him to communicate personal things. If the things are personal, Uncle one thing. hello, They are normally talked about in the bedroom. And God calls us his wife, the church's wife. So there are certain secrets he expects us to draw close enough so that he can whisper them into our ears. We are too far away to receive certain things from God. That is why intimacy is crucial. The church is missing this point. We are praying and we are crying. It is as though we are standing from somewhere and we are calling unto his name. He's saying that draw near and I'll draw near unto you and I'll speak mysteries into your ears. He doesn't shout them. He said, draw near. Say, draw near. Until we are close, we are not permitted to hear. If somebody understanding me, Shout! I hear you? He said that I am able to give you half of this kingdom, but it is not something I can say to anybody. It is for your ears only. The mysteries of God, hear me, they are for your ears only. I cannot have enough for you. Listen to me. I cannot have a revelation and that revelation will work for you. You can get your own revelation. That's all. Hello? What I'm preaching to you, listen to me. I am encouraging somebody to get his own revelation. That is the only thing that works. Not what Ma- master, you can you, uh, you 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 may not understand. You can watch this one for 50 years until there is an intimacy, until one Eh? Until he has spoken something to you. You have read books. is here. Probably he has read books from Ken and Higgin. Say, God. God is able to do is meditate. Do this, do, do this. Until the day I am on Beba and her personally. when minister be those things are just in It doesn't work for you. Say intimacy. Oh, come on, say intimacy. One of the things the church is missing is this point. We think that we can stand far away and talk to me. Say, no, I'm your husband. Hello. We think that we we can stand far away and speak to me say no i'm your husband if i'm truly your husband we'll meet in the bedroom and the church doesn't know how to do that master let's meet in the bedroom so that if you can't go to the bed chamber don't expect certain things so the church, many of us can be in church all our lives and we will never encounter certain things in our lives because we never meet him at the bedroom. The bed chamber is where the huge promises are made. I wrote that when I said that the promises that are made in the bed chamber sometimes they are unfair. That is the only place he can make them. I love this one. Look at this. God said that, I shall cause you to be the head and not the tail. That means that somebody is going to be the tail. And they are also human beings. And I God said that, ask of me and I shall give you the nations to be your possession. Hello? He said kingdoms shall come with their wealth and pour them unto you. That means that something unfair is happening somewhere. It is not something he can openly declare. He needs to separate you and tell you. Now, do you understand me? So, the promises that seem unfair, they can never be said on the outside. Aku will not promise part of the western region openly in the news. But to go so on, talk company with their money back. Hello? It's in the bedroom, it is established, but in the news, they will never report something like that because it is an unfair statement. But somehow, his power allows him to do. So, he declares an unfair statement in the bedroom and carries it out in the physical. Who will probably take it with the master? Are you understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Because it is unfair. It is not something he declares. He said, Come on to me, brother. I'll tell you some of the things I'm not willing to share with everybody. I'll tell you. When people hear them, just go out there and tell them that the Bible says that you shall gather wealth and bring it unto me. So, what kind of God does it? It's unfair. Say it's unfair. So, ask, Come to me, and I'll give you the nations for your inheritance, the ends of the world for your possession. Something I think I'm 34. The ends of the world, your possession, around account. It is unfair. Somebody somewhere said he is going to be your inheritance. Nipansu to me, my Jesus. But what I make and I say, Hello, it is an unfair statement. It is not You need to visit him in the bedroom and let him tell you personally that is where things like this are communicated. Say, I cry for intimacy. Say today, oh God, draw me ever so close in the name of the Lord Jesus. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. We cry for intimacy. These are some of the things also for the church should concentrate on, because without it, there are many promises we are in tempo also for we we are never beneficiaries. Hmm. Shout, I hear you. And so this becomes the bedrock for my message. Intimacy is crucial, and that is the reason. Also, for when we are going to meet the King, we should make sure that all T's are crossed and all eyes are dotted. But what you're I say? This is also for this is the thing. And one intimacy. If there is something that we need to put effort into getting right, it is getting our intimacy life right. But what you make and I say? Because when many, master, you can pray and fast for many years. And then I may catch you fasting only gets us intimate. It doesn't bring anything. Now, are you understanding me? Inti- if we work on the intimacy parts every day, also for the fasting life, tsk. my, 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 I wish you could get me. The so intimacy part yes, sorted out. You know, baby, they just come. Hey, but that's okay. okay. Hello? Esther chapter five, the verse number one, scripture number kind. Esther has received a, a, sad, a sad news. Everybody is going to die. Esther prepares to go and see the king. There is something interesting that Esther does. Number one, the Bible said that Esther prepares, her, prepares, prepares herself, put on her royal robe, and went to stand in front of the king's hall. Two mysteries. There are two people who fail to understand how to relate and obtain favor from the Lord. I want to show you those two people. The time eh, 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 so, I'm end. Hallelujah. Is somebody ready to hear me? Are you ready to hear me? Yes sir. There are two people. Also, the first group of people they seem to somehow think that the mercy and the goodness of God is so great that they can present themselves anyhow and they are accepted. Listen to me very well. What I'm preaching to a lot of exposition. It is quite theological about shout I hear you. Please follow me. Shout I hear you. I want to see that you are not sleeping and you are following. I said shout I hear you. Yes sir there are many people in the church global they feel they, they seem to think all those things are true but it also doesn't negate the fact that that, that that man is a king he's the creator of the ends of the world you see we shouldn't let one side of his character cover the other but that is what Christians are good at doing You see, it doesn't negate anything. His honor, you see, listen to me. If I have a brother and one day they choose him as a king. The fact that he's my brother doesn't change anything. I need you to take your time and follow me. The mercy and the goodness of God they are not there to cover all the other parts. See the overwitness for saying it should show you that we are making a mistake when we think that because he is merciful, there is no other side to him. I don't know whether you get me. They can't. They can't reconcile those truths together. That the same God that could present himself to die for me and you will be the same God that will sentence us to eternal damnation. There are two extremes that in the mind of a man you cannot reconcile. It, It is difficult. You see, human beings are unspiritual and unwise. At the same time. The fact that the man is merciful doesn't mean that he won't require the honor that he deserves. Now, do you understand me? The fact that he is a good man doesn't mean you can disrespect him. It is not the wicked and unjust man, but somehow people fear the wicked and unjust people. They refuse to honor the guy that is good, but honor the guy but the guy that will have mercy and probably extend the time to 9.30 for the sake of mercy you look at that man and you say "Oh, Charlie I can take him for granted and that is the attitude of a lot of believers we have covered the honor that he deserves with the mercy that he shows us and so when we go to him we have nothing good to offer shout I hear you Esther stood in front of his husband hear this the man was his husband. Only now that several times he has seen the nakedness of the king on so many occasions, but when she wanted to present her petition, she had to put on her royal robe before he, she entered the palace. You can't take him for granted. Even earthly kings, we have to fulfill protocol. How much more the Creator of the ends of the world? We cannot sit and take him for granted. And even how we are, oh how, who are they? Oh how. You see the wife of the king. He has seen the folly of the king. There are times our hidden crowd, Esther has seen all of them. But the day she needed to present her petition, she put on her royal. Tell somebody put it on. Put on your best. Come on, tell him, put on your best. Let me see your best attitude. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you cannot treat him anyhow. Put on your best attitude. Is somebody following me. Shout, I hear you. (laughs) See, look at the woman. When you have your husband and you are, are, you are your husband in the house, you dress anyhow, and I'm My my my. Anyhow, Esther going to see me make a homey. Kunona We in the royal room anyway. And I make catchy, I wrote a book romance in the divine. I explain why I think the man is just a prototype of God that has in and Esther is the church. Hallelujah. I explained in that book that I, 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 I believe somehow God was communicating something to his church through what happened between Esther and his people and his husband, his, his husband Ahasuerus. Present my petition before my husband. I put on my best. I stand in front of the king's court as though the person i question Now, are you understanding me? Hello? Tell somebody, don't get familiar. Oh, tell that person don't get familiar when I was reading church history and I heard this thing it, it intrigued me so much the church fathers at the country on Sundays they decided say, people should put on their best it's because of this simple mystery they think that say a co are wedding Obey him, wedding yeah. see you dress very nicely hello nobody wears charlotte to wedding it's an odd thing to do now so they assume that the church is the bride of Christ hear this and every Every Sunday in those days, evangelism was happening. Somebody will accept Christ. So, every Sunday is a wedding day between God and man. So, when you are attending the wedding between divinity and humanity, you have to look your best. And that is why everybody went to Sunday putting on their best clothes for church because they were going to experience something supernatural. Are you understanding me? And I love Augustine and, ch- and their church fathers. They related to God as a man of honor. Somebody that deserves honor. They don't allow his mercy to cloud their judgment and think that they can treat him anyhow. Are you understanding me? And the second group of people I'm preaching to somebody. I'm preaching to somebody. The second group of people, those guys seem to think, I love these guys. They are the strangest guys you can find in church. And also many of us are like that. When I received this revelation, I said, I'm number one. And I know that is number two, going down, down, down to the last person in this church. Everybody is a victim. Hallelujah. The second group of people, they seem to think that God should understand. I was hot here. Hallelujah. How many of you can relate? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Many of us, and also for this, is even the most dangerous of the two. God should understand. <laughs> my, my, say, My, how many of us can relate to this? <laughs> yeah, God should understand. Radio, so Timothy, here, you know what is happening, God needs to understand. It is not my fault, God needs to understand. God should understand. And you are, of all men, the most miserable the people that seem to think this way that god should understand god should look at me and understand look at this when esther approached his husband her husband God, look at me please follow me she was the most miserable person on earth around that time they had released a death sentence on her uncle everybody at esther knew and could call family they were all sentenced to death by the letter that the king himself had written so when esther stood in front of his husband she had no reason to put on her royal robe if anything she should have entered with atajitumtu with wailing and with crying telling his husband her husband that at last you have killed my generation now are you understanding me that should have been the attitude of esther but the king doesn't understand he won't. Don't, listen, don't be deceived to think. And I may catch it on. Don't be deceived to think. The fact that he understands the problem doesn't mean he understands how you choose to treat him because of your problem. Hello? <laughs> he can understand your problem, but he cannot understand why you choose to treat him the way you do because of your problem. Now do you understand this mystery? Esther put on her best on the day a death sentence has been declared on her life on, and on 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 everybody that Esther needs. She put on her royal robe. I wrote that when I said that the way God is, also, it, is not, uh, it is not it is not it is not because Oyebidu do but the nature no demands that we go with our best. As simple as that his nature demands that we go, that is what satisfies his honor, listen your best may be very little but he requires it the widow that gave small copper coins in the temple, Jesus they didn't take it and give it back your best may be very little but he still requires it that is his nature he has no other way I wrote down and I said that when he comes in and he's coming to take second place he doesn't come at all he is not used to being put second. She said, now, the next second place, I said, I have no business being here. No matter what you do, I can't be here and I won't take the preeminence. So there are many of us, God is not with us. Hello, because we have put him second place. Now, am I preaching to somebody? Shout, I hear you. Obi, now, somebody is sleeping. Hello? Yes, sir. Now, am I preaching to somebody? Please follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. His nature requires always (laughs) that we give it. Sometimes it's very little, but our best. Sometimes, listen, I am not talking about anything. I'm not talking about money or sacrifice. I'm talking about your best. You know that this is not, you you are not offering your best. Are you understanding me? You know that, yes, and that is what he requires. Esther, please, even though you are sad, even though your situation is terrible, I am not somebody, you. I, I am not the cause of your terror. When you can present your best, you have no excuse. Only any reason why you can't present your best. In 1 Samuel, you see, and sometimes I understand the prophets. The Bible said that the father of Saul, I think his name is Kish, he had lost all his donkeys. And Saul and some of the servants of the man, they had set forth to go and look for the donkeys. Along the way, the old testament is now. So the Bible said that I have some two minutes, I'll close the reason. The Bible said that they had searched and searched, they couldn't find. So one of the servants said, said unto so there is a seer, there is a prophet. We need to go and see him. Now Saul said, We didn't bring anything that we can go and see the man of God with. Listen to me. This is not an endorsement of men of God taking people anything but I want you to understand the analogy of that old man. Or see, we have come to look for these things and we want to see a prophet. But you know, we didn't carry anything. There are some things, it is it is by the demand of the transaction. And yes, sometimes you know, it is by the demand of the transaction. Some of the things we carry, it, it is it is honor. It is not anything. When we see the things we do for God as honor, eh, there are certain things we don't carry and take we don't take and send. But what you make an as? When you want to do something to honor a man, it is different from helping that man. Now, do you understand what this preacher is saying? When I am helping somebody, I help him as much as I can. But when I am honoring him, I honor him beyond me because what is on him is greater than me. Now, do you understand where I'm coming from? So, we need to understand the two. It it is different. Sometimes the transaction is about honor, it is not even about giving anything. Someone did this, but he's saying that I need to go and see this man, but I need to carry something it's a spiritual principle. It is about honor. That's all. Saul's business was collapsing at that time. The donkey business that his father had run. All these years it was collapsing. One day they got up and everything was down. It is as though Papa Enesto has his business. One day everything is bent down. They are looking through town. Look at Saul's situation. He enters this valley. exhausting all these options. Now he needs help. He needs to go see a seer. And God should understand that the guy is in trouble. God should understand that on that day he had lost everything that his father was going to give him. God should understand that your husband left you. God should understand that in your state you cannot present a sacrifice. God should understand. But Saul said it is not good. Because of the dignity of the transaction something need to be presented our best need to be offered God is not a man and we, listen to me there are many of us who look at him and present anything anyhow and we think that somehow yeah anymore are you understanding me he said that if I needed something I wouldn't ask you after asking the people to give him tithes, pies day is somebody understanding me? So, if what you have to offer is not something that brings honor, reserve it. Do what? Reserve it. Because he is not a beggar. Hello? My, 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 my. Offer. He said, it is not good. He should understand. There are many of us that the are no, no. God should understand. God should understand. It hasn't been long since that guy duped me. God should understand. This guy just gave me broken heart. God should understand. Why I cannot come to church early these days. I am mourning over the situation. God should understand. Are you understanding me? God should understand. Last week. Last week. here, He had me so hard that I have not recovered. I can't come to church on Wednesday. God should understand. <laughs> God, you don't understand. And yet Saul said, we cannot go and see this man, even though today I've lost my empire. But by the dictate of the transaction between man and God, something needs to be offered. Hello? It is not a matter of helping. It's a matter of honor. Is somebody understanding yeah. me? Oh, come on. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Yeah. I'll have to close. But look at somebody God doesn't understand. Tell him, God doesn't understand. <laughs> hallelujah oh come on I said God tell the person God doesn't understand <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> maybe I'll add something small during the second sentence but God doesn't understand although in First Corinthians, Paul said this, this statement. I, I read this statement way back on campus. I knew God very well on campus. I read this, I thought about it for many years. I said, "Hey, see, I didn't understand until God gave me understanding." Paul said that. Do you know that in a race, all them that run, they run to obtain a prize, but it is only one person that gets the crown. He said that. Do you know? Paul is saying to the Corinthian church that in a race, everybody that enters that race, they all run, don't they? Hello, they are waiting in the crowd to me. I'm watching American trials. This door now, I woke up and I was watching some. This preacher likes athletics. Hallelujah. Because I want to run the Christian race well. (laughs) Everybody that entered the race, they ran. And yet, after, after running, somebody receives the prize. Hello? They don't come to and say, ah, Master, who the last? He said that, do you know that all them that enter into a race, they run. I love the way the King just play. They run, but only the guys that come first, they are the guys that are going to receive the prize. Listen to me. I wrote down and I said something. That if the race that we run in Christianity is about the winner, because But I don't believe so. What I believe is that that which qualifies for a crown is when you leave everything out there. Every energy you entered, make sure say, after the race, none is left. Every effort in you, you put in. That is the criteria for the crown. It is not the guy that finishes first. And yes, I can't even get it. But what But I see race, I see Everybody, global. By the time we think that you should be lying on the floor, are you understanding me? Half has been given in the race, and then after that, the crown is reserved. It is not for them that are in, in a hurry, it is for them that leave everything in the race. Now, are you understanding me? So, some people will be faster, some people will be slower, but all of us will receive our crowns. In Bible, and says, let us run with patience. The race said before us, and I remember if they want you to finish quickly, they won't tell you to run with what patience. So the race is not about giddy giddy, But it's about living everything. By the time you finish you're exhausted. Father you know that from the heavens I gave everything. My heart to my shoe. My eyes to my head. My knowledge to my wisdom. Everything you gave me. I put it out there in the race. And I have nothing else. And then you can comfortably say with Paul. I have fought a good fight. I have run the race. And now it sets before me. A crown of glory. Receive grace to run. Come on, I shall receive grace to run. Oh, come on, I shall receive grace to run. In the name of the Lord Jesus. (laughs) Is somebody blessed by the way? I pray for you that after today, you receive grace to give everything. When I say give everything, you see, i give everything i'm a philosopher so that's how i i talk give everything it doesn't mean money give everything give everything there are some of you when you go back and you look in your wardrobe thousands and thousands of clothes you see somebody coming to church this guy needs just one clothes to be committed you have 15 you come to church every sunday at nine thirty. the guy that comes one that has one oh, bad. sorry it to close know that listen to me know that there is something happening to you that you don't even understand what you saying? I pray for grace to give her all but what you I say I pray for grace to give everything that we have to offer our lives to give it completely and totally in the name of Jesus these are the only guys that receive capacity to enter into the depth of God if you have some and you keep some in you keep some in reserve. You are in trouble. So, who okay, keep people be on reserve now? They What are you using it for? Hello. What do baby at our corner? Petrol now car. What do baby? Hello. As I when you live life and after death, you still have a lot of energy you could have used. Understand that you've lived life miserably. You see, a few are now a car The only where Hello. One day when God wakes you up from 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 uh, uh, from the grave, He didn't tell you I gave everything, because what you had here on earth you don't use it anymore. Exhaust it, do what, exhaust it. Use the energy, use the strength, use the power in you. I'm out for a country will be, a for on pipe on your day will be. You won't die. Exhaust it. Don't sit in your room and every day God will understand. God knows that. Oh my old flesh, me me back god should understand i pray for grace to give everything in jesus name amen